Grace, mercy, and peace are yours through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As Pastor said, today is our second week in the series called Stormproof Your Life. And today Paul has what might seem like an odd encouragement If you ask Paul concerning this section of Scripture, what he would have you do to stormproof your life, his answer would be simple boast. Boast in the hope of glory, in the face of affliction. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapters 5 to 8 form a pretty tight unit in Paul's letter to the Romans. In the first 11 chapters of chapter 5, he sets out all of these themes which he's going to build up through the couple chapters and which he brings to their final, ultimate, high finish in our verses for today. And the word that runs through and ties together Romans 5, 1 to 11 is that word, boast. We boast in Christ, in the hope of glory. Not only so, but we boast in sufferings. And we boast in God on account of what he has done for us in Christ. This section of scripture is probably one that you've gone to and returned to many times. Maybe it's a favorite. I know it's a favorite of mine and many other Christians. But there's always been something about this section that sort of, I don't know, puzzled me, didn't sit quite right. In this huge, sweet boast of God for us and nothing separating us from his love. Verse 36, where Paul uses the Old Testament to support his conclusion that we can boast in all our trials in this life. Did it stick out to you? This is how Paul supports himself. With Psalm 44, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword? No. For as Psalm 44 says, we face death all day long. We're considered like sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we're more than conquerors. How does Psalm 44 fit into this exaltation of boasting in our victory? 
Where is the victory in death all day long? In being slaughtered like helpless sheep? Where is the triumph? Psalm 44, if you go back and read it, and I encourage you to, goes like this. The psalmist begins by recounting the glorious grace and goodness of God to Israel and delivering them from slavery and bringing them into the promised land. And then the psalmist himself sings a praise, a song of praise to God. And he says, I too do not trust in the sword at my side, nor the people, but only you, God. I trust in you. And then begins the lament. I have trusted in you as my forefathers, but I have seen none of that glory, none of that victory. As I look at my life, I see a man rejected by God, despised by men whose body is clinging to the dust of the ground, this close to death. All day long, we face death. We're considered like sheep to be slaughtered. And the final line of the psalm is, Redeem us, O Lord, because of your unfailing love. So what is the connection for Paul? Does it make sense to you? You remember Paul's story. A man persecuting the church, the cloaks being laid at his feet while Stephen was stoned. A man so dedicated to the Jewish faith that he was traveling around Judea and Samaria looking for Christians to kill. And then the blinding light, the scales from the eyes, the vision of the glorified, resurrected Christ and his commissioning as an apostle. In that experience, everything changed for Paul. The scriptures that he had known and read and studied and learned and believed his whole life suddenly changed forever. And everywhere, all Paul could see was Christ. And that goes for this psalm. See, because the psalmist, Israel itself, that hope, that cry of desperation and the unfailing love of God did not fall on deaf ears. Christ 
was God's answer. Israel was not rejected by God. Though they faced death all day long, like sheep to the slaughter, God did not fail to fulfill his promises to Israel. And they could not dream. No eye had seen, no ear had heard the glory that awaited them in Christ Jesus. Another thing that resonates in Paul's use of Psalm 44, which maybe was the first thing that sticks out to you, is the picture of sheep to the slaughter. The Old Testament tells the story of Israel. And in Isaiah, we hear and we know that servant song of the sheep led to the slaughter. The one who was bruised for our transgressions, pierced for our iniquities. Israel's history was the shadow, the pattern that all the world was to see in the face of Christ. The hope of Israel's glory. Christ's hope of glory in the face of suffering. That Paul sees fulfilled. That's what he finds in Psalm 44. And on account of that, he also sees this pattern of Israel and Christ played out again in the New Testament church, in us. We, too, feel despised and rejected by the world and by God sometimes. And all our lives, for God's sake, we are being put to death. But the hope of glory in Christ, which completes the thought of the psalm, God's unfailing love, played out in Christ, is the connection most closely tied to Paul's thought here. Because it is that hope that it did not end in death. The lamb was not slaughtered for nothing. But Paul knew, had seen face to face, that that, the end of that, was glory. The resurrection, the new creation. And that pattern Paul is anticipating. He's boasting and he says, it's going to play out in your life and in my life. 
And we can boast in this because we have the assurance in Christ Jesus. God for us in Christ Jesus. God with us in Christ Jesus. God has placed us here at this point in time where his promises fulfilled in Christ stand behind us. And that glory which he has promised that is a sure thing in the resurrected Christ stands before us. And where is our boast. It can be so easy to focus on the afflictions, on the hardship, on the danger. How easily our hearts get weighed down and our eyes pulled to the earth with the simplest things. Maybe it's just the thought of one more day at the job. Maybe it's just not finding the satisfaction in the schoolwork. Maybe it's just the general ache and groan of longing for things that are not. For knowing that it should be otherwise. And then you add on top of that what's going on in the nation, in the world. All of human history, our time included, just seems to be nothing but pointless suffering and death. Men killing other men, people exploiting one another for power. How easily our minds and our hearts just get stuck in that place in between hope and hope. When what Paul wants to fill and bridge the gap is a boast. Who shall separate us? Who will bring condemnation against those God has chosen. God himself is the judge. And in Christ, you have been declared not guilty. The hope of glory, not the fear of wrath. Who will bring a charge against us? Christ Jesus died. More than that, was raised. 
He was punished already. When we cross that threshold into eternity, what we will find on the other side is the God who has justified us and the risen, glorious Christ interceding on our behalf. What can separate us from that love? That love in Christ Jesus. That love that worked all of human history. That is still working it to the glory of himself and his people. God is for you. Storm-proof your life. Boast in the accomplished work of Christ and in the hope of His glory. In the face of affliction, sometimes it just doesn't seem good enough. We don't like the solution God has provided. But he guarantees that as you find your life in Christ, as the Spirit works in you, you are being remade in that image of the Son, conformed in his suffering so that you will be conformed to his glory. Let us boast in that image, the image of God himself in Christ Jesus and the love that is still reaching out to claim all those who he has called. Let us boast, brothers and sisters, For that love is yours, that God is yours, and in Christ nothing will ever separate you. So as you go on to face suffering day by day, whether it's a loud cry or a quiet perseverance let that boast in the hope of glory fill you for I consider that these present sufferings are not worthy to be compared with the glory that will be revealed to us at the end Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you boldly 
boasting in the love and the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. We ask you to send your spirit to fill our hearts and our lives with that hope and with that boast. That we may live a life to you, a life of righteousness and holiness to your glory. That we may patiently endure suffering as you work perseverance and character and hope in our lives. And through us, shine that light and hope and love of you for us to all mankind. You are our hope. You are our boast, O Lord. In Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen.